y'all. Welcome to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And I am Sarah Liddy, and we go by she, her pronouns. Woo. Welcome back to the pod. Uh. Happy Pride Month yet again. Because <laughs> let's just say it, it's Pride Month. <laughs> it is. I know. Well, y'all, we had like something completely different planned for this episode, and then we were hit by a wall. Sickness, you know, life, scheduling difficult it's so difficult this is gonna be a catch-up episode it is catch up with us our lives i have been sick for the last like going on 11 days i don't have covid i don't have the flu i don't have strep and i finally got antibiotics out of my doctors because i was like i don't have time for this anymore like i am a famous podcaster <laughs> and I need to be able to work yeah like the first 24 hours I was like oh I get to watch all these shows and like just chill and then it was just like I'm waking up like drenched in sweat from a fever and coughing and it's just weird that's not it no and so I'm hoping like now that I've you know had my turn being sick the world will thank me with an an incredible summer you know <laughs> they'll just be like we were so homophobic to you and we made you miss pride month and so we're gonna give you a great summer okay yeah that's that's my view karma she's got to balance out in some sort of way i know i know how have your last like when was the last time we saw each other oh long pause uh over what, a week ago it had to be almost two weeks at this point it, it would have i think it'd be a Two weeks this Tuesday. Tuesday, because that's when we recorded it's today's Kelly, Sunday for us right now. Which is late to record. I yes. I was like, kept pushing because I was like, I literally cannot talk without coughing. But we're here. But we're here. I have no idea what's happened in the last two weeks. I literally couldn't tell you. Um, We've been, again, <laughs> we've been riding that sort of like up and down things. Oh, check in about something we talked about last time. Oh, even okay. Though it's been literally forever. <gasps> is this about the boy? <laughs> it is. Ah! And I... <laughs> Again. I totally forgot about him. I know. I again. And the, oh my god, did he listen? Uh, no idea. Um, <laughs> this is. I consider again not bringing this up because embarrassing for me. So I decided to cave, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just text, text him. him." Okay. And I didn't tell you about this because we were going to talk about it on the pod, and then like <laughs> now a whole week has gone I by know. since that. It feels like it's been four years. So. I was at work on Friday and I was talking to a friend about how we hate dating apps and they're miserable. And I was like, you know what? I enjoyed a date with this guy. I'll just reach out another time. Um, oh my gosh. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> it's, I promise it's, it's going to be rather anticlimactic. Um, so I said, hey, you around this weekend. He said, hi, I'm so sorry. I space has been a wild week. I'm free tonight, but I'm a little swamped tomorrow. And I said, and I ended up being free that night because my sister Kate had uh, canceled dinner with me somewhat last moment because plans got confused okay okay and so i was like i'm actually free tonight and he was like so this is what he said oh no way i'm meeting some friends for drinks at six is my only caveat i'd probably be free after we finish and i was like Ugh. i absolutely <laughs> there's a 80 percent chance more in you're getting drinks at six. Why would you tell me you're free? If free, you're not? right? Um, but needless to say i was like okay just like keep me updated so i like got off work I was on the second day of my period, which is one of the worst two days oof, of my period. Oof. But I was like, you know what? Okay, let's shoot our shot. Go with the flow. Yeah. So did my hair, did my makeup, got all cute. And like by the time like, you know, 8 p.m. rolled around, I was like, this is simply not happening. Yeah. And so he texted me a little bit before nine saying, 
still at drinks, but I'm a little worried be- about my subway because the J goes down at 11. And I was like, yeah, no, I had already figured out, but it's, I'd right. figured out like, and I was, <laughs> and it was clearly like he was asking me to like give him permission. And I was like, yeah, do what you got to do. We can meet up another time. He said, that's great. I just worry about getting home. And I said, get home safe. And then we have not spoken since. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm like, the onus is on you. I reached out. You said you were free, even though you were not. Just don't tell me you're free if you're not. I know. It's just like, uh, this is the thing about dating that I don't like about it, is that like, you never know what page you're on with somebody. I don't even feel like this was a game. I think it was just him being stupid. Yeah. he (laughs) And that's almost more annoying. I'm like, yeah, literally, it's as simple as like, don't say you're free tonight. If you have plans at six. Right. That's not being free tonight. Right. I wonder if he was actually free, but he was at the plan. So, uh, so regardless, uh, I don't know if you saw my Instagram. There was a photo of me in my laundry room and I was in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was I, a great photo. I looked really hot because I'd even done my hair and everything. Oh my gosh. This um, man does so instead, not deserve you. I did laundry <laughs> and took a photo shoot in my laundry room as you should someone walked in on me i had airpods in (laughs) and someone walked in and i didn't hear them come in very embarrassing and then i ended up having a random chat with one of my neighbors who i'd never met before about dating (laughs) and she recommended a bunch of books to me i haven't checked them out yet but i'm going to oh that's so Um, nice wait can i do we know what these books are uh yeah i've literally no percent checked them out oh uh queen's code and pussy a proclamation of reclamation I think that's it. Cool. I think those are the two she recommended. Those might have been books someone else recommended that I'm just now finding and thinking that they're them. But I'm pretty sure it was Queen's Code and Pussy a Proclamation of Reclamation or something like that. That's cool. what I wrote down. So it's now been like, oh God, it's been a full week yeah. since. Have you been back on the dating app since? Been like chatting with others? Or like, how does that even like, no, I do know how it works. Am I kidding? Like I was on a dating app for like, ooh, like one summer. I like not really like there's I just like (laughs) dating apps are truly awkward they're terrible and like like a message I got I literally saw it this morning that or actually no I saw it a couple days ago and I didn't open the actual message but I saw that it starts with the message starts with I know generalizations are bad but oh and I was like oh that's a bad start it's I know generalizations are bad but you seem like my favorite type of girl still don't like that my you don't know anything about me People's pickup lines are just so bad. It's just so cringy. Like when I was on it, it was either like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. 30 year old man. Oh no. You're 30 and you can't come up with something better. I know. That's, that's the thing that I don't like about them. It's like, you have to start this conversation with a person that you don't even know. Like, where do you even start? That's the thing. I, I don't care about you. I know. Um. That was like the nice thing about it though, was like, I remember when I would like lie in my bed and scroll and I would like match with somebody and like, I'd be like, Ooh, this adrenaline, like somebody likes me. And then you start talking to them and I'm like, wait, I actually don't really like you. (laughs) Like you're not that interesting. That's because no one's that interesting over text. You can't really make jokes. You can't really flirt easily. Like I get why people use such cringy lines and texts because like it's really hard Hard for flirting to to come across. Like I'm very sarcastic and 
that doesn't read in text message right. well if you don't know the person. Right. I feel like the only way I like know how to flirt is by using emojis, which is like not a great yeah. way. Like, <laughs> let's think the main way I usually flirt with people is by being like a little mean to them. Yeah. Which again, really doesn't work with a stranger <laughs> via message. It is. I, I never thought about it in that perspective. It's really hard to translate text messages with somebody that you do Do not not know know. well the thing that's so interesting to me too about dating apps is I have a really close friend whose boyfriend and they've been together for basically two years now they met on a dating app and I've had a couple other people that have had these successes on dating apps and I'm like how did you do it it's pretty common for age I mean it's the way a lot of people meet right I think just dating sucks but I'm just yeah also when I was on it I was like in North Carolina and every man was holding a fish and I was like I mean my ex so we didn't meet on a dating app but we re-met on a dating app. right okay that that has happened to a lot of people because the friend that I'm talking about they didn't the two her boyfriend didn't know know her and she didn't know know him but they had like heard of each other they had ran in the same circles I had met him once for like 45 seconds like you kind of like yeah I was also talking to Olivia about dating apps because I don't know what conversation (laughs) we were having but I was like because my partner is a really big flirt like when they're not with somebody like I knew this about them for their whole lives and so I was just so because Olivia like dated in college like went on lots of dates like had three week flings with like half of the school sorry (laughs) I'm sorry that's not but like with a lot of people and I was like wow I did nothing in college I I was was just like how how people are always going on these dates like I'm on a dating app but like I don't get asked on dates very often yeah I know I was like I was kind of inquiring about like Olivia's skills I think Olivia's just like forward in that way that it's like if I'm interested in you, I'm going to try and pursue you. And if you're not interested back, oh, well, like on to the next. See, yeah, that's part of it is like, I really just can't even tell if I'm interested in someone based on a dating app, which is yeah. why like, I'm really trying to like be picky about like who I even like, if I like swipe right to someone to like make it be someone that I genuinely think I could be interested in and like not doing that thing where like, you're just doing it kind of for like that, like dopamine yeah because it does give you that great ego boost it's like the same thing as like getting followers on tiktok for yeah. me was like oh my god somebody likes me somebody wants to like yes but like i i really i can barely even tell if i'm attracted to someone via these apps yeah. much less if i'm actually interested in them which is why i i l- hate them so much um yeah i think i think for me with dating apps it's all about the attraction i'm like i'm lit when i go when i was on them i would go on and i would look and i'd be like am i attracted to you am i not attracted to you See, i can't always tell via photos because yeah. i like i oh, something I've, guys photos are oh, terrible terrible but like I think I spoke about this like forever forever ago as we're on the 16th episode but in one of the <laughs> earlier episodes like a huge part of like like every person I've ever been involved with basically I've known within the first 30 seconds of meeting them that I was interested in them right and like there's sort of that just innate chemistry that you can't really test without meeting right and I agree I with that statement tell that from an app like there's people who are gonna be like you're objectively attractive I don't know if I'm attracted to you yeah I think you do have to meet it's like and it's it's weird because we're in this like age where we're like 23 24 and 
we don't need to be dating to get married at this point. At least I think both of our morals were like marriage is not something that's currently on the table for either of us. So it's like you don't have to date to settle down, but you're also at this age that you're not at in high school yeah. where in high school, it's just like, who the fuck cares what yeah. I, what what happens to us? But now at this age, it's like things There's could slightly be. slightly more stakes. Right, there is. And even like dating somebody at this age, I feel that in me sometimes I'll start thinking about like when we're 30 and stuff and I'm like whoa 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 I gotta slow down like I'm 24 years old like but it's hard to it's hard not to I mean like my dad had already been married and had at least one kid by my age Um, oh my gosh but I would say yeah no and talking to this neighbor like we're again I I tend to read as older to most people I think particularly if I have makeup on yeah and so we were talking and she, she was like talking to me about it and whatnot and I'm pretty sure her long-term partner she uh met on a dating app oh, i feel bad cool. I, I can't remember her name um okay. she lives i believe on the 14th floor i do remember that there, 14th floor girl y'all don't know what building i'm in so you can't find her <laughs> um regardless <laughs> and then i was like at one point like i think she thought i was much older than i was because the way she was speaking to me and i was like like i'm 23 so i have time and she was like oh you have like why are you even worrying you have all and i understand that logically i but there's so much pressure i I somehow already feel behind no i I don't even know what but i'm behind something there is i i get that feeling because i i was talking to a friend of mine and i had started like like I had my first kiss with Olivia when I was 12 and then I was like doing things at a very young age and she you know hadn't had those experiences and she said the same thing she's like I just feel so like behind because I didn't really do any cooking up or whatever in like middle school and high school but even like the times that I've been single like I'm a serial monogamous everybody like you will never not see me in a relationship um That even the times I've been single, like, those are the times where I'm just like, I need to find somebody else because, like, what if I never find anybody to marry? Like, it's just weird. I, like, don't feel stressed about finding someone to marry yet. It's just, like, I'm – a lot of, like, my very close friends are in, like, longer-term relationships. And so, like, part of it is also just, like, having, like, a partner to, like, do things with yeah. and, like, just sit on the couch and watch a movie with right. and, like – talk to you about certain things and I have really good friends and like I talk to a lot of friends and blah 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 but there's just a different level of yeah, intimacy there it is I'm like yeah. I I miss that I'm like now at a point where like I miss having a partner okay I'm sorry I just started watching Love Island um UK I literally got a VPN I think that's what it's called on my computer it's this thing where you can change your internet server so it thinks that you're in the UK oh yes 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 and so I can watch Love Island on it and I, Iconic. you know, I was bored. I was like, I'm running out of things to watch <laughs> because I've been sick for so long. And so they were all the people were like introducing themselves because it's like the first couple of episodes. And what you just said about, um, oh, I've been out of like a relationship for like a couple years now or a year and however. And now I think I'm ready to be back in one. It's just like reminding me of every single line of these like Love Island UKers. I just like to like not even be in a relationship just date some like yeah similar to your friend like I I really didn't date in high school I I think I literally went on technically two dates <laughs> both of which didn't really go anywhere and I I didn't besides that one relationship in college I didn't really 
date much there either yeah and so they're just like again and like particularly as being a queer person like the one long-term relationship i've been in has been with a man with a man and so there's like i feel behind on like just relationships as a whole i feel behind on particularly queer relationships i feel behind also though on like heterosexual relationships i just feel behind are you on like the dating apps where you can see both genders yes i'm on hinge there's definitely there's definitely more men on hinge than women and i know there are women like more focused dating apps and i want to get on one as more so just like I hate dealing even with one dating app. See, I, I've thought about this. Like if I were single right now and I was at the same place in my sexuality, I'd be like really intimidated to talk to women. I am. Like I am less intimidated to talk to men than I am women. Yeah. I'd say like, and I've, I've said this for a long time to people and maybe this makes me a bad person, but like, I feel like maybe less so now, but like, I've, I've said for a couple of years, like I kind of feel like a gremlin or a goblin. Um, and like, I feel fine subjecting a man to that because they're terrible anyway. I know I'm being very generalizing and whatever, yeah. but like women deserve better than the point I'm at right now. It's just such a different relationship. I mean, also my last long-term relationship was in high school, which leads me to the point of I've been watching so much shit while I've been sick because like I just have to like lay in bed. And yesterday I binge watched the new like Amazon Prime series called The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is based I've on heard a book a ton about that. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so good. I am like such like a hopeless romantic girly and stuff like that and so it was it was about this one girl her name is Isabel but they call her belly which is so cute and it's about like their her family like her mom and her brother and her go and stay with like the best friends um, mom and two sons and now they're all older and like both of the sons like have the hots for her um but like it's just so interesting how different watching it like and Granted, I haven't been out of like high school for that that long. Like I'm still 24. But the way that you love in high school or have crushes in high school is so different than the way that it happens in your 20s. Oh, yeah. Like I was watching it. I started crying because I was like, oh, to like be able to be that naive again. Like that type of love is so like puppy love naive like heart eyes and I was just like oh my god like I never really did that I was never in even close to a relationship in high school I it was funny I was talking with my mom about this the other day about like relationships and you know I was kind of telling her that my first relationship ever with a guy I look back on that relationship and I'm like ooh, I shouldn't have been in that relationship because what I was really doing was like trying to put off push off things with my sexuality but my last serious relationship with a guy I even though it was so tumultuous and fucking crazy I don't regret it at all because I did really love him oh yeah I mean like things ended debatably badly with my last ex or (laughs) really only ex but I have no regrets about it yeah I think it's interesting to like look back now and I was just thinking a lot about high school love like watching this show and thinking about like the way it was so all-consuming. I mean, it oh, still yeah. is all-consuming, just in a very 
different way. Yes. Like, I was, like, so obsessed with these people. Like, I now get how, like, Romeo and Juliet type stories work and how they make sense. Actually, more looking at it from an adult than as a kid. Because as a kid, like, I thought it was so extreme. But now looking back, like, and remembering how intense and extreme everything felt at that age. And, like, I wasn't really in the relationship, but watching my friends go through them, I'm like, oh, I do sort of get how, like, those, like, crazy intense stories of the young people because everything does feel so intense and so immediate and so like forever and all consuming yeah it's like interesting because in my relationship that was in high school and like part of college it was like if we weren't texting 24 7 and whatever it's like what's like it was like there's something wrong here but now it's like it's so cool to be in a relationship and also be an individual which I don't think like younger Sarah would have like understood the concept of yeah it's like even like when I like uh, because I still live in my hometown like drive around and I'll like notice these like high school couples like have I ever told the story of these two kids that were like having sex out front of my out front of my house (laughs) oh my god everybody you're in for a treat (laughs) so my partner and I were leaving my house and I saw this really sus car behind us and I was like getting a little freaked out to like leave my house I was like what if they go I'm very scared of robbery I was like what if they go in after I leave and rob the house and we sit there and I go in to grab something I come back out and Olivia's like they're fucking in the car and I was like I live on like the main street in my town and I was like what why did you choose this but like that is high school love yeah like to a T yeah just like being so like like that it's so interesting I highly recommend this show if you know you have the time I watched it in one sitting (laughs) I watched it it was so cute and so good okay I'll have to check it out yeah I've watched many things ready I'll tell everybody what I've watched the last um, couple of days I watched both Legally Blondes and I I've still never seen the second Legally Blonde. What? I know. I need to oh my gosh I love Reese Witherspoon whenever I watch Reese Witherspoon I'm like I want to be on TV because <laughs> she is just immaculate in my mind. I'm like, I love her as an actress. I see, I think I see a lot of myself in her, even though I'm not blonde. So I loved it. And it just reminded me like Elle Woods is like the original girl boss. Oh yeah. I will like not girl boss in the gross toxic way. Girl boss in like the other way. In a really good way. Like I was watching this movie and even though I was like dead sick with a fever, I was like, I am going to make it someday. Like I'm going to be like Elle Woods and challenge myself and like not let people tell me I can't do shit. I fucking love Elle Woods. Oh my God. She is an icon. And also there's supposed to be a Legally Blonde 3 that's supposed to be coming out. I know. I've been hearing about it for now like four years. I know. And now that I've seen one and two again, I'm like, oh, okay. Like they, you could have a great picking off point. Like her and Emmett could have like children or they could even like have been going through a really hard time in their relationship. Like I'm ready for it. Give me Legally Bond 3. What else did I watch? I watched 27 Dresses. Have you ever seen 27 Dresses? I have, but not for a very long time. Me either. I hadn't seen it in so long. Very cute. I love that she was like using a like written planner to like plan her life. And then the boy that liked her gave her a Blackberry. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god the era of blackberries i know i know ne- i was never a blackberry girl no we're too young like yes. business adult people had right. blackberries at that time Some we were children i went to like middle school with had them like i just yeah, had like a, those were like the bougie those kids. were the, i know i was like i remember my dad when i got my first cell phone offered to get me an iphone and it was like the iphone was very new at the yeah. time and i was like no i want the slide up phone with the keyboard <laughs> i was like how dare you offer me an iphone and then i watched how to lose a guy in 10 days haven't watched that in a long time either uh, but I, me either but it was a good one and then obviously the summer i turned pretty and then i got the vnp to start watching love island uk and i don't know what is up with love island i used to like love it um especially the uk version but i'm just like really bored of it but also if i think about it like you're going into a house and you're expected to date these people kind of like the dating app saying like it takes a second to warm up yeah but it's hard when it's a television show because you kind of want to be instantly like start in the middle yeah you want to like be taken in and then I watched this really sort of upsetting documentary called keep sweet (gasps) pray okay Okay. I just I've started it I haven't finished it okay oh my god then I don't know what inclined me. Maybe it was like the 102 fever I had, but I was like, had nothing to watch at this point. And I was like, okay, like this docu-series is like number three on Netflix. Wow. Oh, see, I love that shit. Okay. Not that I I love watching documentaries and docu-series and stuff, but like, I don't know. It was just like, so it's such an interesting concept if you don't know what we're talking about there's the this docuseries on netflix called keep sweet pray and obey and it is about the flds community which is like a sex the yeah it's like an extreme sect of like the fundamentalist later day saints. yes of mormonism yes. where they believe in polygamy yes and also just like ex- more extreme versions of everything uh i just like what even like the first couple of episodes like just watching it and like seeing how these people grew up and how secluded they are and that they like i i think she says it in the first episode that she literally didn't know how like people made a baby at like 18 19 years old oh yeah yeah and so when the guy, creepy guy was like let's make love she was like what the fuck does that mean she yeah she thought that it was just like you kiss isn't that so like sad like i was trembling for her because i'm like oh my god like you have to be so secluded like i knew what sex was in like third grade yeah i'm like that's crazy to me it's also crazy how like really wasn't that long ago no no (laughs) i mean it wasn't that long ago it's like like i think he started getting oh i don't want to give things away like of when he started getting like drawn out by the government yeah i've only watched the first episode okay yeah it's really what an interesting i made me watching it it made me really grateful for the way i grew up i'm not even i'm not even gonna lie i was just like i feel so bad for these girls oh yeah and like and how it was just so oh my god they were just truly property i know and like you it's just like so crazy that we all live in the same World. world and yet yeah it's even in the same we live in the same country and this is like happening and it's crazy i don't know why but something about watching the first episode of that has put me back on um 
throughout my life i've been a big law and order svu girl uh, um and it's it's put me back on an svu kick so i've been watching a lot of svu is my background tv show which i like almost fell asleep watching it the other night and i was like mm. like i get i've fallen asleep listening to murder podcasts but i'm like Ken, like maybe my mom wasn't wrong in pointing out like hey this is weird i am not that type of girly so even watching this documentary was a little bit hard for me i watched it in one night the whole thing but i was just like what else have I done this week while I've been sick in bed? My new opinion about Chipotle. Ooh. My new opinion about Chipotle. Last night I was like, I need food. And so I have never ordered a Chipotle quesadilla. Neither have I. It was, it slapped. I was like, this is superior to the bowl and the burrito. The last few times there's a Chipotle right near where I work. So I get it like not very often, but every once in a while. Yeah. The last like four times I've had Chipotle they've really no. let me down no. it literally just tasted like they forgot to season their food right okay so in college I ate it a lot because there was a Chipotle was that opened and it was one of like the only there was like five restaurants and so I would go all the time because restaurants I, I say loosely <laughs> loosely in North Carolina there's no restaurants there's fast food um, and so I would go there all the time and then I think I got sick of it and so Every couple of months, I feel like I try it and I don't like it. This has been my first positive experience with Chipotle in a really long time. I mean, how can you fuck up like tortilla, chicken, cheese, and guac? I don't, I don't know. I think because they're on like kids' menus a lot. I still associate them with like children. So it always feels like a little silly to eat them. But they're they're delicious. No, they really are delicious. And I was really impressed with, with this Chipotle, <laughs> with this Chipotle quesadilla. I feel like all like especially the fast food chains where you the person has to like put it all together yeah it can be hit or miss because it really is dependent on the person oh do we have clueless moments of the week okay so i don't really i feel like this week because we're just doing a catch-up i feel like clueless Ooh. moments are just kind of in intergrained honestly this is like a very i was clueless about this for a while and i've gotten some clarity being sick my fever has really <laughs> run through my body and given me clarity on the situation but i guess like you talked about it a couple episodes ago i don't remember which episode but about like friendships changing when you are like post-grad like in early adulthood and because like i was just like you know had a couple of friendships like really change now and I've sort of been like how do I feel about this like do should I take the time and space to feel upset about it like should I try and reinvest myself and in a few of my friendships I have been like you know I've tried I'm like I'll reach out and really will get like half-ass response like no plans will be set up whatever and so I think I reached my final straw where I was just like I've done everything I could do here and maybe it's just not our season to be close anymore like you served a purpose in my life when we were close and now like for whatever reason job other relationships um what how you're feeling in your personal life like we're just not close anymore and I just have to sort of accept that I've done all I can do here yeah but it's so interesting because I think when you're in school, when you're younger, that really keeps you together. But now being in our 20s where we really get to dictate where our time and energy is going to, like things just change. Like you don't have to be friends with me anymore. I don't have to be friends with you. Like you get to dictate your time, but you also like have to dictate your actual time. If you want to see your friend, oh my unless God. you work with them, you have to make 
plans, plans. and it's try so hard like our friend Steph moved here and I literally haven't seen her since we've moved here one I've been really sick and I've had to unfortunately cancel plans because I'm like I am unwell but it takes so much more time to hold on to your friendships which is just so crazy because it was so easy for so long yes and it's made me realize like some people who like I considered myself close with I'm like maybe we were just situational friends maybe uh, it was just like we were in proximity I have we thought about that a lot in common too. and like maybe we're not we're not big picture friends and that's like sad I mean something I've been speaking with my therapist is like she was like it's okay to need to mourn certain relationships like you're yeah. allowed to mourn when like a breakup happens like you're allowed to mourn friendships exactly. and be hurt by that it is it's such an interesting thing because you know I had a pretty big like friendship breakup, if you want to call it that. When I was in early high school, I separated myself from a lot of, of this friend group that I had at the time because I just realized like, I don't think these are my people. And it was really difficult. And then I made new friends. But now I'm feeling like I'm in this stage again where it's like because we have other responsibilities that have to come above friendship sometimes because we're like, quote unquote, adults. Um, it's just really different making friendships work. Like I'll, I have a group of friends back home and I love them to death, but sometimes we'll see each other once a month. Sometimes we'll see each other a couple times a month. Like it really depends on like our schedules and, and what we have going on. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen Steph at all. I maybe saw Steph once since she's moved. It's just and I so feel crazy. like a horrible friend. I feel bad. We keep reaching out to each other and just keep like, it keeps just not working. That's honestly the thing that I've realized the most wait where were we or were we together when that like random guy was our waiter and he said he's been trying to like yes to meet up with a friend for two Two years years. and in my head I was like oh my god just like make time for each other like that's ridiculous but now I'm like I understand that yeah he was like our messages really go two years back of just being like can you do now no can you do this time no (laughs) I know it's hard it's hard when like the person is not built into your life because in school we were built into each other's lives. When I would come home and visit friends at home, we, that was built in break time. But now like my friends from home have been out of school for two years because I took the gap year. I've been out of school for a year. Like things are really changing. Like my friend Liz was supposed to move to Florida and then, you know, last minute decided not to, but like that was a huge wake up call that things shit was about to hit the fan and get real. Oh, yeah. Not like hit the fan in a bad way, but like hit the fan. Just change. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like this is going to change shit, you know? But I guess that's something I've realized about friendships lately is that like as adults, like it is you do. You have to put in work. And if both of the people aren't willing to put into the work and look, I am totally one of those people that sometimes needs to cancel plans because xyz comes up or like i need a second to like take a break but i will always try and make time like make another moment but if somebody else is not willing to do that like there needs to be reciprocation and yeah like like there's definitely been times where i've like felt bad and like felt like a bad friend because like i had to cancel plans or move plans or not been able to make plans i think like I, I I don't know. I hope and at least think that I'm getting to the point where like I can sort of sense like you you can tell like if it's you both going back and forth trying to make plans, that's one thing. If it's one of you continuously reaching yeah. out to the others, that's when it's like, okay. okay, maybe the other person just doesn't care as much. And you know what? That hurts, but it's 
that's that's okay yeah I've had two friends that I've had that situation with now and I've sort of been like I don't understand like we used to be so close like what the fuck but in that realization I've been like you know what I've done everything I can do here and I want to give my mental energy to like the friends that are there yeah so sort of talking about friends this is something that I want to talk about sort of goes along with my clueless moments of like and themes I've been speaking about for the past couple of weeks so as I've discussed it's been like a a rougher month for me and reaching out to support system is really hard hard. and like I know that I have a really good support system who really care about me yeah and I'm still not very good at it and I've been like doing like not like amazing but like doing all right but what had been literally I (laughs) spoke to my therapist and like just something that I've been driving me insane is that and I spoke about this on the podcast my laundry a had not been done for forever yeah and my place had been just such a mess for so long and it was driving me insane and yet I just kept not doing it and I knew that like I remembered from like doing homework or stuff like that like I tend to be more productive if there's people around I don't know Mm. why but I just like with homework that always worked for me for a lot of things that always worked for me yeah and so I I literally I I texted a friends and I uh my friend Zan and I was like hey if you're free tonight like you literally don't even need to talk to me you can like bring work or do whatever just like would you mind just coming and hanging out with me as I clean? Yeah. And so, and then I, I ended up speaking to our other friend, Julia, and she literally, she needed to pack up. So we literally spent like all day on FaceTime together on our day off. We didn't almost speak at all the entire time, but we were literally just like, we had each other on FaceTime. I had an AirPod in playing music and she was packing and I was cleaning. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's Sarah can vouch. It's nowhere near done, but, but you're, we've you're, made progress yeah. and the laundry is away. Oh, I didn't even notice. You'll have to look. I will look. I have a normal size laundry pile. I love that. I know. I think like, again, like I just think about this a lot is that you graduate from college and you literally have to build a life for yourself. The thing about the last like 22 years of my life is that sure, I've had some liberties over like what I do, but I'm in school from this point to this point. I have homework from like your life is so structured. And then basically graduating is like, unless you have like a nine to five job, even if you do most most people, it does give them more structure, structure, but still like you have to build a life for yourself. And I, I just think that it takes more than a year of your life to do that. Like Like, even with like social plans, like we knew every single Saturday, basically there was going to be a party and that's where we'd see everyone. We didn't need to make plans. Like we would make other plans usually, but like you didn't really need to make plans because you knew you were going to see everyone Saturday night. Now there's not like, I don't just have like standing plans. And so that's, that's actually one thing that I want to start like establishing more with friends is like, having like yeah if it's like a bi-weekly or like whatever just like standing like dinner or coffee or something date yeah my my two of my friends from home they have this like they go to this like bar in our town like every Thursday and I'm like that's such a good idea like I need to either hop on that or like make something with yeah with my with people in my life where it's like sort of built in so that you can like make it a priority for yourself but I agree like I think it's just it's hard to create a life. And I was like, even though this uh, doesn't have to do with organizing, I was speaking to this. um, I mentioned this quite a few episodes ago that I was seeing like a nutritionist that specializes in like intuitive eating and just like almost like I call her a food therapist because we're really talking about like the inner workings of food and my relationship with food. 
But we were talking last week and I was like, we were just talking about things like getting your groceries, things like what your eating pattern has looked like for X, Y amount of years. And I was like, holy shit, you kind of have to like, again, you have to reevaluate your life because I'm like, all these years, you know, you kind of had a built in like when to eat breakfast, when to eat lunch because of the way the school system worked. And now and even in college when I didn't have a lunch break, yeah. it was at least undecided for me. You didn't get a lunch break. right? <laughs> so now it's like, oh, my gosh, like I have to learn when to feed myself, like, which is so silly. But she was like saying like, you know, even if you like p- keep like a little snack, like drawer or something near your desk so that if you're in a workflow, you don't have to break the workflow. Adulting is just so wild. Yeah. Wrap up way back what I was saying. Yeah, Sorry, everyone. I interrupted. You're so okay. That like there, there's no like grand like moral to this at all. But I have a support system that I know cares about me yes, and everything. Yes, you do. And I still have hesitated for so long to actually use them and at all lean on them. Because I didn't want to bother them, yeah. even for, like, small things. And, like, A, I, I don't think my friends considered it particularly difficult to come over and I cooked my friend dinner and we cleaned for, and while we chat. I think we all want to help each other more than... I think we're all so willing to help each other and we're not willing to help ourselves. And just, like, give someone the chance to be there for you. Yeah. I, I agree with that statement. I, this, I have two things in my head. The first thing is... This what you did with your friend reminds me of this TikToker that I had seen way back when when you sort of join these like work group spaces where you're literally just on FaceTime with somebody. You don't really talk to them, but you just do your work together. So because it does, it helps you keep accountable. I've done that sometimes with Olivia where I'm like, I just need you to sit on the phone with me or else I feel like I'm not going to do this work. Yes. And then it's reminding me of the most recent episode of the (laughs) Kardashians <laughs> where they're talking about they were just talking about like leaning on people and being open with people and I think it's hard I think something again another thing I've realized in just the last couple of weeks of social media I've seen a lot of people just be really vulnerable and be like you know my life isn't perfect and I think because of the way social media works everybody thinks that everybody's life is so perfect and it's just fucking not like I will post like a video of me like being so happy about like an outfit or an experience but I've been lying in bed sick for 10 days like comparing myself to other people because I can't do xyz today you know so I think the way that I've been trying to like help myself like go through life is knowing that like nobody is has it like perfect everybody has something going on and we're all just trying to make sense of that in this world I'm trying to like get more comfortable with that sort of gray space like we've spoken a ton about before like I we're both people who tend to live in extremes and like a trying to accept get more comfortable and like be okay with like a the idea that like I can both like be very happy and like my life a lot and also still like struggle with depression yeah and the fact that like sometimes I'm gonna be in that gray space of like not doing amazing or terrible and honestly I find that area more scary scary. because I don't know what it is at least like in the good or the bad I know what it is being in the in-between and like trying to be comfortable in like and again like we've spoken about like growth is uncomfortable and I I truly do trust and believe that like I'm growing and like in a period of like discovery but it's 
deeply strange it is really strange i feel the same way like i told you before we started recording that i've decided i'm gonna babysit again next year and a part of me when i took this babysitting job was like i'll babysit for the first year and then by then i will definitely have like a very steady incredible job and we'll be moving into the city and (laughs) and it will be great but like that hasn't happened and that's okay like i think it just takes time to figure shit out and like we're so young we're testing out a bunch of things that could potentially be a career and it's but it's so unsettling because it is so gray and you look at other people's lives that may not be as gray because of whatever path they're on yeah life it's life love and the pursuit of happiness (sighs) but um oh yeah so i in this you know, interesting place that I've been in. Yeah. You can see there's a stack of books that I have right there. Yeah. Are those your self-help books? <laughs> yeah. I ordered like, they're not all necessarily self-help books, but I did literally, some of them are recommendations from friends, but I did literally Google best books to read in your twenties. Oh. Um, because I was like, I need some help. Should I grab them and read the titles? Yeah, sure. Okay. Go for it. I'll be right back. A book that I've already read that I would recommend oh, to everyone. Oh, I need to read this book. I know which one you're talking about. Yes. This book I recommend everyone, particularly in their 20s, read The Defining Decade. Amazing. I probably will reread it with this group. I'm going to grab the books. Well, but they're also, they're pretty colors. I didn't even plan that. They but they're are. really Roy G. Biv. <laughs> really Roy G. Biv. I know. While you're going to be in the books, I'm going to repeat something I heard on a podcast. Kenzie Elizabeth from the Illy SM podcast interviewed Lauren and Michael Bostic and they really dove into their 20s and something that I thought was so interesting to me was Lauren Bostic who I look at as like a role model in this like podcasting space because she's really built like such an incredible business for herself but she is so open to the fact that like she's like she spent like six years of her 20s working as a bartender by in the night and spending the day like building a blog and I just think that that's so admirable that she gave that view because I think especially in today's world where you can blow up overnight like you don't hear a lot about the stories that of people taking like a while for them to have the dream career yeah and it it just feels like a when it's like slower progress it's hard to like actually see the progress because it's slower but yeah. be like you're taking a gamble like it yeah. might not pay off right you like as much as I don't think any time is wasted because you learn from it like you could end up just like wasting some amount of like your time you have to like do your career do x y and z do whatever you yeah know? it's a risk it is and it's 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 so cool to hear somebody who is so successful be honest and be like if I were in my 20s I would do it how I did it, which was get a bartending job where I'm making a decent amount of money. And then during the day, I'm pursuing my dreams because you don't hear that a lot. You know, I think a lot of people you get out of college and you're just like, if I don't have the most perfect job, I'm not making money. I'm not living on my own. Like I've done it wrong. Yeah, you failed somehow. And truly, that's not the case. Like, I think it is just such a interesting time in our lives. It's fun. Okay, Okay. wait, tell us the, the, the titles of the books. So again, read The Defining Decade. The top book that I have at this pile isn't actually a new book. This is a book that my friend got me six years ago. Okay, great. Um, And I just, (laughs) yeah. That just hit. It actually looks pretty worn as if I've read it a bunch. You just haven't. It's just traveled with me for six years. Yeah. Um, Julia was the one who gave this to me. I'm finally reading it, Julia. It's called The Opposite of Loneliness. 
I've only read like the very beginning, already obsessed with it, cried literally reading the foreword. Uh, the next one is Incognito, The Secret Lives of the Brain. Okay. Ooh. The next is The Myths of Happiness. What should make you happy but doesn't. What shouldn't make you happy but does. Happiness is so interesting. Oof. Tuesdays with Maury. Okay. An old man, a young man, and life's greatest lessons. Aww. How to be a person in the world. Ask Polly's guide through the paradoxes of modern life. How to be a person in the world. I need to read that. <laughs> Everything I know about, and then it has parties scratched out, dates scratched out, friends scratched out, jobs scratched out, life scratched out, love. So everything I know about love. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> oh, I, okay. When you picked up this book, <laughs> my mom has read this. My mom went to school for psychology and social work. So I know this is a good one. Maybe you should talk to someone, a therapist, her therapist, and our lives revealed. Apparently, it is an incredible book. I've heard that. It literally has a tissue box on the cover. You know, something I've certainly been told by people, maybe you should talk to someone. You know what? I, my mom read it. She said it's really good. I wish I was more of a reader. I am not. I listen to a lot of podcasts, though. Hey, that's so that's that's my thing. my way of learning the world. But I love this self. I have a lot of self-help books, too, that I've just like sat around. I also have one on my counter that I've also been reading to read for a while. What a time to be alone. What a time to be alone. Yeah, I would say a lot of my books are really a scream for help. They're either like old musical theater textbooks or like if you oh look at God. the shelf that I have right there, the titles that I can read from here The Fuck are, It Diet, which I yeah. heard is a great book. Just Eat It, The Fuck It Diet, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, I've uh, read that one too. Communion, I believe it's like a female journey with love Aww. a book called eat it up <laughs> and then a book called like let that shit go or something a really a scream for help I just think that I was telling this to my mom the other day there are so many skills that especially in cognitive behavioral and dialectical behavioral therapy that you can learn and this is why if I have children one day I would honestly put them in therapy young not for like anything other than dialectical behavioral therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy have such incredible coping skills and learning how to manage your emotions I just think that humans we worry so much about school and shit like that most humans are not emotionally intelligent because you never learn how to be emotionally intelligent No, we're not taught anything about right it. so the only way you can do is learn through books learn and, and like learn through therapy which sometimes is out of means you know yeah it's not accessible for everyone by any means but yeah so I'm gonna start working my way through these books I'll let you know what I think of them but yeah so I'm really curious my family shares an Amazon account I'm really curious what my mom thought when she got that email of being like I've stopped ordering books because I'll say I'll want to read it and then I never do. So until I read like something that I have, which I need to read The Defining Decade because I do think that it would be interesting. Do you want to know something a little embarrassing? What? In the past week I've read, I'd never read one of these before. I think I saw something about one of them on TikTok and I don't even know how I ended up there. But I think I was just really bored one night and now I've read like three of them. You know those very cheesy like romance novels? Yes, they're all over TikTok right now. I read like three in the last week. Oh my God. You see, I also, I have um, bad comprehension issues. So that's why I don't think I've ever been a big reader because for me, reading in the past has been quite a chore because it's like I'm reading the words, but my brain isn't really picking it up. So sometimes I'll literally have to read one page like over and over again to get 
the story. I like read fast because I kind of skip words, not like intentionally. But yeah. But like I can sort of just see it, see it. and process it, but yeah. not actually read it. No, my Which brain means if I'm no. reading something for like school, I'm very bad at that yeah. because where you miss words in that it can make a big difference. Right. Um, but I, yeah, no, I've read like three wait, romance novels. Do you know the, the names? Week. I've heard there's this one with the cover of like a girl. Like it looks like she's on like a lounge chair. Like I've just, uh, there's been one that's like a very erotic one that apparently everybody reads and it's like really good. I don't have any recollections of the names. I, I Me either. Um, but one of them was about a girl in Ireland or Scotland. Oh, cool. But yeah, I, I feel like reading is really in on TikTok right now. And I am just not part of that community. All right, guys. Well, what an episode, right? Yeah. Are we done? I, I think so. Yeah, what an episode, guys. Yeah. I Okay. Good catch up. I don't know why this keeps sticking with me, but like when I was a kid, when we'd have like catch up days, my teacher would always write it on the board as like catch up the condiment. The condiment. And then just whenever now I hear catch up, like as in, like, let's catch up on something. It just oh, makes me smile. Oh, that should be the title. It should, like, be, it should be catch up. Catch up days. Catch up catch up days with the clueless gals <laughs> or something. I don't know. I'm terrible at, at, at titles and captions Guys, and all that. Guys, these names are usually created at, like, midnight by me. And I'm just like, what? What possibly makes sense? And then Sarah finds out the next day when she sees the episode posted. <laughs> and oftentimes, like, makes little to no sense you know what that's fine we're, we're doing our best we are we're doing our best but yeah i love catch-up episodes i like I, being able to chill i like being to just chat on little chats i know well thank you so much for listening to this little catch-up <laughs> i just winked but you won't be able to see that um with us it's so nice to see it was a terrible wink sarah oh my god wait olivia's gonna come for me olivia says i'm the worst winker ever whatever it was bad i i don't know how to I'm wink i'm not good at winking either but that was bad i can't do it i can't anyways thank you so much for listening to today's episode we hope you enjoyed it yeah we do we hope you enjoyed our little catch-up you can find us on instagram at completely fucking clueless and on tiktok at completely f-c-k-i-n-g clueless yes we are going to make a return to tiktok this week everyone look people life happens life happens honestly tiktok has been a little bitch lately <laughs> i've been so annoyed at it but <laughs> anyways um please like and subscribe and follow and review it really helps the podcast and it just really makes us smile please we love a good smile. I've also been like sick for like 11 days. So I think it would really help me smile. Like, I like how like we're, we've reached the point where we're now just like giving people threats at the end of these. Like last week it was like, hey, if you don't rate and review, Audrey will be depressed. And if you don't rate and review this week, Sarah's going to get sick again. She'll be sad. <laughs> Threatening people. It's a method. It's a method. But truly, we do appreciate any follows, any likes, any reviews. And to all the people who have like reached out to us. We love hearing from you. Oh my gosh. I, I will continue to say this whenever I do like stuff on Instagram where we get to interact and talk to you guys it makes my heart so warm like the last again I'm really drawing out this outro but the <laughs> last I a couple days ago I asked like if people were enjoying the podcast and like when people just say nice things like <laughs> when people say nice things it really does it just like gave me this like breath of fresh air because I was so worried about being sick and like from whatever and so I'm like okay anyways guys thank you so much and have an amazing week and don't forget to be clueless bye 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 <laughs>